Dear Dad, I met my Shrangle today. What's a Shrangle, you ask? It's a tiny mushroom man who helps you with any pokey questions you have and then disappears and wears a diaper. He is way more helpful than a Pokedex. Also, I went to the bay today and I caught a Poliwhirl. Celia and I lured it with honey and song. Then I battled a really nice trainer named Peach. She had a lot of fun Pokemon, but they couldn't stand up to Oscar. <laughs> she was broke. So instead of money, she gave me a fishing rod and taught me how to braid my ear. I got a magic card. I named him Shavakadoo. All in all, it was a great day. And now it's snowing. Like, really snowing. And it's not even winter. Also, Gigi and Kaylin are here. How could this day get any better? It's a wonderful feeling. It's a holiday special with Pearl and Asili. She's got Pokemon. She's training all day long. She sends a postcard to you. And Lucas signs it too. It's a Kanoka way. A Christmas episode for you today. Christmas episode, Christmas episode, Christmas episode, holiday special. That's from a famous Kanoko band, In Synchronoise. Thank you, Aurora. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Hello, I, it's me, Jonah, your sniffly DM. <laughs> I've never been more in love. Guys, he wrote that on his phone. Oh my God, that was so cute. So that's where we're at right now. Hi, hey, everybody. I am your sick boy. Hello. We're doing our best here, but we are here to bring you this this very fun holiday special. So I know we left off on a little bit of a cliffhanger last time, but we have our quick, quick bit of housekeeping. To it's do. coming so quick, it's guys. Su it's super quick. So uh, last time, obviously, we hit the grind uh, and we hit it hard. Pearl leveled up to six. Boop, 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 boop. So that's a pretty, pretty chill trainer level. You just got HP from that, I believe. So you want to roll that real quick? Sure, sure. Five. So my hit points, six, seven, 47. 47, solid. And then Oscar the Shroomish leveled up to four. What a beaut. And Oscar took a feat for level four. He got three ASI points that he could use, and so he spent two of them on a feat and then put one in one of his ability scores. Yes. And he got the extra move feat. Yes. So he now knows five moves instead of four. He picked up a sweet new one that you might get to see today. Who knows? Keep listening. And who is your party right now? Yes. So earlier when I stopped at the Pokestop to heal up Oscar, I, now my party, Celie is wearing the beautiful non-combatant scarf looking fierce. Or, or. And the party is Coconut, Fanta, Oscar, and I named my Poliwhirl Beckers. And Shavakadu the Magikarp is hanging out in the PC. Free Shavakadu! I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I love that vine. <laughs> oh, I can't laugh too much today. Otherwise, oh, it's just going to really kill me. I can't. <laughs> so sorry. So good luck to me with that because yep. I never laugh on this podcast. <laughs> Wowza. It's all good. But yeah, that's the squad right now. Boom, squad. The slippery squad. And with that, let's hop back in. Okay.
So where we left off, this huge blizzard came out of nowhere above the Charhuli Museum, and you saw people panicking and screaming and running away as the sheets of snow came down and came down. And across the way, you saw Gigi, the owner of the Yawning Yanma, and Kaylin, the bespoke ball crafter, amongst the crowd, running and panicking as well. Wait, wait, guys, guys! Luca, we know them! Oh, oh no! Okay, yeah, yeah. And I want to flag their attention somehow. What do you do to get their attention? You're like a good ways away from the museum still, but also they're running like roughly in your direction. But how do you want to get their attention? Fishing rod. What are you going to do with the fishing rod? <laughs> I want to wave it like the lame is flag. What do you put on the fishing rod? Celie's non-combatant scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Celie, I have to do this. You'll understand. Hold on. Over here. Look, look. Hey, it's me. It's me. It's me. I'm Pearl. Oh, you know me. I know you. You're two females that I know. It's a rarity. <laughs> I know, yeah. Last time when you were like, Peach is the only girl, I was like, oh, well, yeah, all the rest have been adults, huh? How about yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> Peach is the only child, yeah. <laughs> Gigi, Kaylin, Bespokey Balls, Pokepologist. Make a uh, performance check. That's a 19. 19? You very easily. Over here, over here. Come on, guys, look up, up, over here. I think that while you are fastening the non-combatant scarf to the fishing pole like the little Les Mis flag, Luca and Mason quickly construct a small barricade out of, like, <laughs> trash cans and things like that from a nearby alley. Score, thanks, just to, guys. Just to complete the image with your 19, why not? Thanks, guys. You easily get their attention, and they run over to you looking very distressed. Join the barricade! Hop over! They hop over, and they're, like, huddled behind, and they say, wait. Wait, what are you guys doing here? What's Assume going on? Positions. And we hunker down into the bear into the barricade. Okay, what's happening? How are you guys here? Why are you guys here? Why are you running? Why is it snowing? I love snow. And I stick out my tongue. So what's going on? I got one. Oh, I see. They're both like catching their breath for a second. And Gigi says, Well, so it's kind of slow in the village right now. So we decided to come into the city for a little girl's day. We took an air taxi in and we were just bopping around the museum and all of a sudden. This crazy blizzard started, and next thing we'll know, we're in this mob of people that are evacuating the building. And, like, um, as she's catching her breath for a second, Kaylin pops in and she says, Wait, where's my, where are my Pokeballs? <gasps> she said, Gigi, I don't have my Pokeballs. And Gigi just looked down and she said, Oh, no. I don't have my new, where did they go? And they both start freaking out. They're like, oh, no. Oh, they must have gotten loose in the shuffle. Oh, no. Badoo. See that Ivysaur, Yanma, where? This oh, is no. so oh, no. scary. Oh, no. Where'd Pearl they go? Pearl looks down at her Pokeballs. You've got yours. She immediately puts them inside her shirt, ties her shirt so it's like a basket so that she can feel the Pokeballs on her skin and so that no one can rob them from her. Done. Basket technique. They may call me a basket case, but I call it security. Smart, 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 but... Guys, wait, you're saying someone stole your Pokeballs? Uh, and your Pokemon? I, I don't know if they stole them or they just, I don't know. We were in just a huge mob of people, so I don't know. Uh, uh, the, our Pokemon were out. I, I don't know. if uh, They just might have gotten knocked loose. Uh, there, there were just people everywhere. It was a huge shuffle. Nobody seemed to know what was going on. Everybody just started running. We don't know what, what's happening. Uh, wait, so you just started running, but like nothing bad actually happened? It just started to snow? There was just, there was a blizzard out of nowhere. I mean, I, it wasn't snowing at all today. And there, it was just, uh, people started panicking because nobody knew what was going on. So people just started running. We, we, everybody was getting pelted with snow and hail. And it was just crazy. It's, I mean, and it's, and it's still going, you can see. Hey, Luca. What's up? You want to build a snowman? 
Uh, okay, guys, we're gonna figure out what happened here. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get your Pokemon back. Oh. I love the snow. Seely, don't you love snow? Seely is currently, like, making a snow seal. For my first five years of life, we were an Arctic cruise. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's how I found Seely, because we were in the Arctic. Oh, Hee, hee, hee. So, um, you know what this calls for, Seely? Oh, Winter wear. And you put on your very cute winter outfit. I'm fuzzy. What's the winter outfit? Because we kind of have like a standard uh, sort of pearl outfit. But what's what's the winter look? I have a beret, fuzzy, like snowflakey hat. Mm -hmm. And it's extremely fuzzy and extremely soft, okay? Mm -hmm. That is a top priority. But then, yeah, it's just white and with blue snowflakes everywhere. Ah, I'm comfy. Hmm, I think the muff is too elegant. And so she does switch out her muff into just normal gloves. <laughs> Done. And you put like a little matching hat on Seely. Oh my God, I love this game so much. Luca, winter wear? He just puts his leather jacket back on. Teens. Okay, let's go find the Pokemon. I'm sure it's fine, guys. I'm sure it's just maybe something that like, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know. It's just some weather. Wait, wait, are if you going to go, are you going to go in the there? weather and I put on snow goggles. Oh yeah, I'm going in there. The snow goggles are definitely too big. <laughs> yes, great. They're lost and found snow goggles. Great. That's great. It's like all this cute, elegant, little sweet, you know, winter wear. And then these bulky snow goggles. Big bug eyes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, you put those on and they say, wait, 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 you're, you're going to go in there? Oh yeah. But, but it's dangerous. Life is dangerous, Gigi. And if you don't wake up, and Kaylin, if you don't start smelling that fresh morning air, you're never gonna live it. Let's embrace nature. A rainy day can still be a happy day. A snowy day where you get pelted with frost and ice cubes can still have its fun. And also your Pokemon are missing, so like, this is kinda serious, guys. Okay, yeah, okay. And she hops over the Bay Arcade. Luca and Mason and Peach are all just kind of following behind, like, oh yeah, this sounds fun. <laughs> but they're like, wait, 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 well, if you're gonna go, take take, take some, here, we, we, we've probably got something that we can help, and they start, like, digging through their pockets, trying to find something that they can, like, help you with. Oh, I hope it's those little hand warmers. It's not hand warmers, but after they reach around, like, Gigi's, like, digging around in her bag, and she just pulls out, like, a bunch of baked goods. She's like, if you get hungry, here, take these. There's oh, just a bunch of baked great. treats. Great, Gigi. Good call. Good call. Various seasonal baked treats. Coco. Pikachu. I think you're out of that ball already. The minute you smelled them. Here you go. Pikachu. <laughs> um, and then he goes back in. And Kaylin is like digging around for a second, and she's like, "Okay, I think I got something. I think I got something. Go ahead and roll a D8. Six. Six. All right. Now roll a D4. Oh wow. Multiple steps here. One. And Kaylin digs around in her pockets and bag for a second. She's like, oh, come on. I, I thought I had some somewhere. Uh, okay, it looks like I've just got the one. Uh, but so she reaches in her bag and she pulls out a silver topped with blue semi-spheres poking out of the top ball from her bag. And she says, here, uh, here's a heavy ball. It's, it's the only one that I've got in my bag right now. I, I thought I had some more, but I guess I left it back at the shop. But uh, here, I don't know, this, this kind of thing seems like it would have had to have been caused by something besides just natural weather. I don't know if that helps at all. It's it's all that I've got. I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry. No, this is great. And um, Pearl does that thing where you check if it's real gold or something with her teeth. It is a sturdy, sturdy Pokeball. Wow, that's the real deal. Thanks. She says, yeah, that's for catching big nasties. Psh, 
We're just going into some weather, guys. Okay, Pearl looks to uh, Peach and Mason. Are you sure you guys want to come? You up for it? Where's your winter wear? That's fair. Yeah, we're not really prepared for that. Yeah, I, I'm, I am kind of in beach clothes, huh? Yeah, Peach, you're going to get some frostbite. Yeah. And then it turns black and then you lose a limb. Yeah, I want to keep all my toes. I know toes. this, Arctic Cruise. For the first few five years of my life, I was nothing but a bundle of soft, plushy, warm weather wear. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess I got caught up in the excitement and Mason's like, yeah, I actually don't really have anything else. He's just in like, you know, his regular clothes right now. It's okay, guys. Why don't you surround the perimeter? And if any of the Pokemon try to come back to the owners, you can help them. Okay, yeah, that's great. The, we'll, we'll split up and we'll wait out here on the perimeter. And Peach says, does one of you guys have a Poke gear? And Luca's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got one. And she's like, okay, well here. Yeah, here are my digits. And I throw my, I throw a card with Luca's number on there. <laughs> Great. And so Luca and Peach exchange the numbers for the Poke gear, so you are able to get in contact with her and Mason from the inside if you go in there. Great. So what would you like to do as you go and approach and start to look for their Pokemon? It's a big three-sided, really wonky pyramid, essentially, is the easiest way to say it. It's got one flat face. And then there's the other two that come off the side and curve around the back to form the rest of the structure of the building. And it's pretty tall and it's you know, made of glass and stuff on the outside, but a bunch of it looks frosted over and stuff. But then around the outside on the perimeter, there seem to be gardens of glass sculptures and things that are also all snowed over currently. Right now, it's pretty consistent snow still falling around the outside. Can I ask like where they were specifically? Where they were specifically? Like Gigi and Kaylin. We were just on the ground floor. We hadn't been looking around for very long, so we were able to get out before it got you know too too bad. We weren't you know up toward the top or anything. Okay, well I guess we'll just start on the ground floor then. When it snows, people freak out. They start running and throwing things. I'm not too scared. It's just some weather. Walking in a pokey wonderland. And then this is just repeated while we walk, while we walk. Celie's just rolling along in the snow with you. She's loving it. Yeah, she's just out of the Pokeball, not a care in the world, just hanging out. (laughs) Red scarf and loving it. She is so unconcerned about any sort of danger or whatever. Me too. You know, whatever could have been the case. Yeah, you're just strolling. This is, she's like, I'm half ice type. This is great. This is awesome. As you approach, what side would you like to come from? Do you want to just go straight to the front? Do you want to like go around the perimeter? Do you want to scope things out? How do you want to proceed? Just going straight in. Just go straight in? That's at least what Pearl would do if Luca wants to stop or he totally can. Go ahead and make a perception check. 15. With a 15 in this garden area, it is a little difficult to make out a bunch of specific stuff just because you can't see super well things that are any kind of good distance from you just because of the falling snow that's still coming down. But as you're looking around and getting kind of the lay of the land as you're just marching straight forward, you do see a ways off a bit of movement in the garden, something that looks like it's almost floating around different sculptures and things. It's hard to make out the exact shape, and it looks almost like it's just more ice and snow that's around, but it seems to be moving in a different pattern than the rest of it that's falling from the sky. Pokedex, if I can. 
I think that currently you are a little too far from it. Like, you're still a good little ways off from it. I think that you'd have to be a decent amount closer. Luca, look at that. Oh, yeah. That's definitely something, right? Hey, maybe we can get hot chocolate after this. Hot chocolate sounds really good. And then I want to sneak up on it. Or attempt to sneak up on it. Whatever I think it might be. If it, even if it's just snow. I'm going to sneak up on the snow. Cool, cool. Hey, also, do you have any extra, like, you just got a bunch of stuff in your bag. You got a hat or something? See, you think you're so tough. All I need is a leather jacket. Ha ha. Here are some fingerless gloves and a cool hat. I would give you a forever scarf or a never-ending scarf, but I think that's too weird for you. Go ahead and roll a d20. 15. 15? It's a pretty cool hat and pretty cool fingerless gloves. <laughs> and I show him the scarf. See? Too girly for you, huh? No, I'll take it anyway. Really? He's like, I don't care. It's warm. But he puts it on. And it doesn't exactly match his jacket, but it's close enough. Fanta. And I just hold Fanta's belly. Look, look. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I know. That was really good. It's like this bird's like a hand warmer. That's amazing. I know. Fanta's like a little, little portable uh, fireplace. Wow. I guess that was actually a helpful Pokedex entry. <laughs> okay. Go back in your vault. I would also like Fanta be, to be my first. Fanta's your active right mm -hmm. now? Okay, cool. Go ahead and give me a stealth check. 11. 11. I am being stealthy, so stealthy, so stealthy. You cannot see my footsteps in all of the snow. I am brushing them away, and now you can see me. I am the snow! As you approach, you get close enough to see this figure floating around in front of the museum here in the garden. You see a shiny blue hexagonal snowflake oh, I looking you creature. Said, like a shiny isn't a shiny. I was like, oh. <gasps> no, sorry. Well, well, hold on. Ooh, making him roll just to see. No, it's just shiny because it's made of ice. Cool. <laughs> but you see that this thing has a facial expression that looks frozen, leaving it with a still aggressive looking face, like with permanently frozen in place, furrowed eyes and a big frown. It has two glowing eyes, and you can see coming from its mouth just chains of ice. And it's floating around, and it seems to be patrolling the perimeter. And as you all approach, you get close enough to see it and make out these details. And I assume that you're huddled behind a glass sculpture or something. Sure. With your stealth roll, it turns around and looks in your direction. And you realize that this particular glass sculpture that you chose to hide behind instead of obscuring you actually magnified you to this thing? After I also say, I am the snow! Correct. But as you get close enough to make out these details, it turns around and looks at you, <sighs> releases this frosty breath, looking hostile in your direction. Roll initiative. I guess that one doesn't want to build a snowman. With initiative rolled, Luca goes first, sending out Tufus, who comes out with a... <laughs> Tufus goes to scratch the icy Pokemon, but misses with a 14 as it hovers right out of reach. That takes us to Pearl's turn, who commands Fanta to use Ember, but the fiery attack also misses with a 14. As a bonus action, she scans the icy Pokemon with her Pokedex. It says, Cryogonal, the crystallizing Pokemon. They are born in snow clouds. They use chains made of ice crystals to capture prey. Next up is Cryogonal, who surveys the situation and sees the fiery attacks of the Torchic and attempted scratches from Totodile. For its turn, its icy body gets harder and sharper as the edges of its crystal form go slicker and shinier. A pokier Pokemon? That's why you're on the naughty list. You look super grumpy and you're sharp. 
On Luca's turn, Tufus begins to rage and tries once more to scratch his opponent, hitting with a 19 and causing 7 points of normal damage, almost scraping off enough ice to make himself a little snow cone. Pearl tells Fanta to use Ember once again, hitting with an 18 and doing a super effective 16 points of ice damage. As parts of the Cryogonal's icy body melt and instantly refreeze, the big hit also causes the wild Pokemon to lose concentration on Sharpen. Hey, we don't have to fight. We can just build a snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? The Cryogonal, very unhappy after taking that big burst of fire damage, goes and immediately turns to Fanta and shoots out these ice shards from its chains that are coming out of its mouth. It almost like throws them off the chain. Oh, why is it always so hard to find somebody who wants to build a snowman? With a total of 26 hit, the ice shard attack makes contact, but since it's not very effective, it only does four points of damage. Lucas says, come on, Tufus, get in there and bite it. But with a nat 1, Tufus is distracted as he's snacking on the shaved ice for a moment and then remembers what's going on with a The Cryagonal's already floated out of reach. Fanta uses Ember once more. It makes contact with a total of 20 and does 14 points of damage while the ice Pokemon's distracted by Tufus being a nuisance. On its turn, Cryagonal alters its form once more. But rather than sharpening itself, its body takes on a purpley sheen and a more liquidy, oozy appearance as it coats itself in acid armor. Tufus tries to bite and Fanta goes for an ember once more, but there's 17 and 18 missed due to Cryogonal's enhanced AC from the acid armor. Totodile's teeth slide right off of the slippery coating and the ember makes contact but fizzles away after touching the poisonous substance. Cryogonal recognizes Torchic as the biggest threat and uses Ice Shard, but an abysmal roll totaling 10 misses the small bird. It's very distracted as Tufus is hanging off of one of its icy chains. On Fanta and Tufus's turns, they both miss again because of the acid armor. Annoyed with Totodile hanging off of it, Cryogonal uses Rapid Spin to throw him off. And with a Totodile flies off of the icy Pokemon and hits a sculpture in the garden, taking six points of normal damage, reduced to three because of his rage. Pearl and Lucas' turns come up again, and again, both Fanta and Tufus's attacks miss. Cryogonal shoots ice shards at Fanta once more, and they hit with a 17 and do an ineffective 5 points of ice damage. On Tufus's turn, he tries to bite the ice Pokemon, but with a nat 1, he licks the ice instead, and it's just like that scene from a Christmas story. Fanta tries to use Ember, and guess what? He misses. Cryogonal continues releasing ice shards at Fanta, hitting with a natural 19 and doing 6 points of ice damage. Tufus's next attempted attack misses again as he continues trying to get his tongue unstuck, but with a natural 19, Fanta's Ember attack finally hits the crystal body of the wild Pokemon, doing 20 points of fire damage and burning his opponent. Wow, guys, really took us some time to focus! As Fanta's just shivering a little bit, unaccustomed to this cold, but that is a big hit. I put a little tiny baby hat that I knitted during all of those terrible rolls, and I put it on Fanta. <laughs> during all the rolls, you were just yelling out, burn! <laughs> you do Amber! Do an Amber as you're rapidly knitting a tiny hat. Yep. Go ahead and roll a dex knitting check with tech? disadvantage. A dis! Because you're doing it super fast. Come on! I'm a talented knitter! Seven. You basically just throw, like, two completed rows and a bundle of yarn on Fanta's head as Fanta shoots out this ember that gets the big hit and burns Come the cryogonal. On. Don't you want the fan art of Fanta with a little cute little hat? You can finish it later. All right, fine. But this was the equivalent of, like, no time at all. Okay. <laughs> cryogonal takes damage from its burn and then hits Fanta with another ice shard attack. 
Eight points of damage knocks out Fanta. These ice crystals hit Fanta as again. Sorry, I couldn't finish the hat in time. As Fanta gets sucked back into the Pokeball, you then send out Coconut. Pikachu! Coconut, it's not time for snow cones yet. Need you to focus. Hearing what happened outside, Coconut just gives a nod and looks at the thing. And then like pats its tummy intimidatingly. Like a sumo wrestler? Like a sumo wrestler. Thank you. Totodile goes to bite again, but his tongue is still stuck as he swings wildly from the icy body of the cryogonal. Coconut tries to use Thundershock, but the attack misses with a 16. However, as a bonus action, he uses Quick Attack and hits with a 24, doing 7 points of damage. Cryogonal rapid spins toward Coconut, hitting with a 23 as Tufus hangs off its side with a lol. Pikachu takes 8 points of damage as the burn chips away at more of the ice Pokemon's health. The raging Totodile finally manages to bite Cryogonal with a 22 and does 6 points of damage as cracks start to form in its crystal body and Tufus brings it to the ground, shaking it in his mouth like a frisbee before flinging it back into the air. Coconut then strikes out with a Thundershock, hitting with a 22. Live for one night and one night only, Coconut on ice! Pika! And Coconut- And it does like a double axle. <laughs> Make a performance check for Coconut. 15. 15 does a pretty decent double axle as he almost like rolls forward a little bit, scooting forward on his belly and then hops up and does the double axle. And then the thunder shock comes off of it. And just as Tufus releases this cryogonal from its mouth as it shocks it and then it just quickly floats away, defeated. Woo, I am sweating and it is cold. Yeah. I've got snow sweat. Wow, that thing was more of a pain in the butt than I realized it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, I guess everything is going to be a little tougher here. Icy. Hey, Luca, hold this. And I, ha I hand him my half-finished hat. Okay, cool. Pearl runs. Pew! Like the speed of light. Back to the Poke Center. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take you like 10 minutes. Pew! Back. <laughs> I can run a 10-minute mile, Luca. I just ran two miles. <sighs> wow. Make a constitution check. Come on. Don't be out of breath so I don't have to act it. That is a 16. With a 16, you don't take a point of exhaustion. I am so snowy and sweaty, it's weird. When anything touches, it instantly melts. It can't even hold on for a second, that's how hot I am. But Fanta's back. <laughs> and I pull Fanta out. What about my little hands? Even <laughs> though I'm sweating, I'm, I'm, my hands are still cold. Hey, here's your hat. Luca, did you finish it? I don't know how to knit. What? I don't know how to knit. I wouldn't, what's, uh, uh, okay, all right. I held on to it though. That's good. And I knit while walking. I knit this little hat for Fanta, and Fanta is my active again. Perks of being in the city where I said you were pretty close to the Pokemon <laughs> Center, I guess. You're like, oh, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is fine. You go into the museum. As you enter, you can see... Whoa, this was a museum? I thought it was a bank, Pearl says. <laughs> you thought this was a bank? Yeah. Why did you think this was a bank? Like, pyramid, gold, importance. The ancient ways of society. It looks gold on the outside, right? It's all glass on the outside. It looks frosty. There's a big <sighs> sign that says Charhuli Museum. Okay, I just thought it was a bank. Okay. Don't you think it could look like a bank? It could look like a bank. Sure, why not? I was really ready for a bank, but a museum is nice too, I guess. As you enter, you can see the reception area is totally abandoned. And see, on look at this desk! Seely, sit in this chair. Or, or. Okay, and then I'm gonna pretend and bring you some money. Or, or, or. And he passes it to you. Oh, see, this is a transaction. Seely has put on like one of those little green visors yeah. and a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> or, or, or. 
Mark my words, this was once a bank. You know, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, because I don't know. I don't know the facts. <laughs> um, hey, missing Pokemon, Bulbasaur, little dragon dude, dragonfly man. As you look around. Badoo! You do not see any other Pokemon in this area. Hey, Seely, check underneath the desk. Or, or. And she comes back up. Or. Shaking her head. I know you really like playing with Badoo. Or, or. Don't worry, we'll find it. Or. Okay. But as you look around, you can see on this first level, inside the building has also been filled with snow and ice. The blizzard has affected the outside and the inside of the museum. So you see all of these wild and crazy shapes of glass sculptures and things. Some are very abstract. Some look a little more like sculptures of specific things. Maybe different Pokemon that have been twisted and extended in strange glass forms and some abstract structures made of glass of different colors hanging from the ceiling. Some pointy and some rounded off just hanging around and on this first level you can see what looks like was originally a pool of standing water that had sculptures coming out of it and everything but is now frozen over almost like an indoor frozen lake pearl puts on her skates roll for skates now that you're trying to get something that's actually useful 16 there is a rusty old pair of skates you only have one pair and they are too big they are skates though and do you want to try to cross this frozen pool? Well, not without Luca. Yeah, we'll just walk. It's fine. Pearl throws the skates out the window. So you're going to try to cross? Sure. With Luca? Sure. Okay, go ahead. I and definitely put Celie back in her ball because she's going to be a hot mess. She will be flipping and flopping. Yeah. Great. So she's back in her ball. Go ahead and make a dexterity check. One for you and one for Luca. I rolled a nat one. Luca rolled a ten. With those rolls, the two of you go out onto the ice a little bit, definitely slipping and sliding some. As you try to get your footing, it's very difficult on this slippery ice. And the both of you push off forward, and Luca just doesn't really have any control of where he's going and goes and bumps into a sculpture poking out of this frozen pool in the middle. And you go off in a completely different direction, diagonally, and you bump into another one, but the force of it, you actually hit a structure that was not as stable, and the glass breaks and falls over and breaks the ice on that pool of water, and so you are barely on the edge of this frozen water right now. Anybody want a polar plunge? Go ahead and make a deck save to try to not fall in. Eight. It's good for your sinuses! You start falling in. Luca is going to come over and try to get you out. Okay. As he comes over, he's like, oh, geez, okay, come on. As he nervously, like, scoots his way over. We used over. to do this all the time. With a nat one, you both fall in. Ah. How do you want to try to get out? If you're in there for multiple rounds, you're going to start taking cold damage. But how do you want to try to get out? Fishing rod. You want to try to use the fishing rod? Yeah, I'm gonna just going to try to throw the fishing rod and make it um, attached to something icy. Ooh, okay. Roll a dex check. Like a grappling hook, you know? Yeah, like, I'm there with you, yeah. That is a 15. 15 will do it. As you and you release the line in a way that it sort of is uh, at an angle so that it then, once it makes contact with one of these sculptures, it wraps around some. And then you uh, make a strength check with advantage because Luke is helping you. Okay. He's not just flailing. Nine was the highest. You are about halfway out and the cold is starting to get to you. Each of you takes three points of cold damage as the chill is really starting to get to you as it, you are in this very cold water. I feel great, don't you, Luca? 
Not really. <laughs> this is good for our skin. Goop told me. Apparently Goop's in this world now. Goop? Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And we could change it. It could be... Goomy. It's Goomy. It's Goomy? Okay. Goomy told me. It makes you radiate. <laughs> like a radiator. You guys are about halfway out, but you are still struggling. Do you want to make another strength check? Sure. Go for it. Ten. Ten is enough that you are now out. Luca takes two more points of cold damage. And I think that one more check and you should be okay. I never like my pinky toe. If I lose it too, the eyes, it's okay. 16. With a 16, you are able to get enough solid footing and Luca is able to push himself up enough. It's not a super deep pool, but it's just enough that you're not able to like stand in it. But with the 16, you manage to get some footing on the ice and using the fishing rod, you are able to have something to anchor yourself and you pull him out. Both of you make con saves. Okay. Mine's a nat one. Luca is a 16. Luca is cold and he's feeling a little frosty, but he is okay. But you essentially have one point of exhaustion from the cold. Achoo! Oh. You get a little sniffly. Ugh. Okay. Hey, Fanta. <laughs> hug me, you fool. You hug Fanta for a second to try and dry off a little bit and warm up. Luca's like, can I get in there? <laughs> Penguins, huddle, huddle. Penguins, puddle. Huddle. Okay, I don't know why Gloomy would say that was great. Or Gloomy. I don't know. It's almost like it was nonsense. Man, my dad would do that every morning when we were in an Arctic cruise. Crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. That's nuts. Why would he do that? Man, he's so cool. Maybe I'll get better. Yeah, maybe. All right, we gotta keep on keeping on. Okay, I'm gonna get a fishing rod for every single person on my Christmas list. These <laughs> things are great. Huh. You guys are maybe about halfway across the ice pool right now. So how do you want to try to cross the rest of the way? Do you want to just dex check to get across or do you want to try to do anything else? Okay, I put I put Fanta away. I bring out Seely. Okay. Seely? Or. May I ride on your back? Or. or. Okay, so I sit on top of Seely. Mm-hmm. And can Luca fit? Luca cannot fit. Sorry, Luca. That's okay. Do you have anything slippery? Um, all right. Well, we can just do two trips. And so I bring out my fishing rod, and I use my fishing rod as a steering pole, and Seely's belly is slippery enough that we can just slide and steer. Go ahead and make Seely make a dex check with advantage. 21. 21. Easily, gracefully, almost like she's half ice type, Seely with no problem, orts her way across this ice. She Woo! scoots and slides. and. He used to ride these babies for miles. Exactly. You don't even need the fishing pole as Seely just whooshes and scoots her way across and drops you off on one end and goes after Luca and I then throw brings the him fishing. back. Oh, he brings, okay. Yeah, that. she gets him with a 21. It is no problem. Wow, he should have done that at the top, huh? She says like, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Keep your scarf on. She adjusts it a little bit. My hat got wet. Oh, well. And I keep knitting. As Luca's making his way across with your passive perception, I think that you, out of the corner of your eye, while they're still like on their way, you can see like the slightest little bit of movement from the doorway on the side of the room that you were trying to get across that's, you can see is marked that it's a stairwell. You see just a slight bit of movement. Hark, Lulo's there. There was no response. Let's follow that way. Great, once Celie and Luca get across, he hops off and he's like, wait, what, what, what's going on? Follow 
Well, all right. I saw something. Move. Like how I saw that snowflake move. I'm very perceptive. All right, cool, cool. And once you start looking around, it's very easy to spot because it was right there and you saw whatever this thing was for the briefest moment. You see tiny little footsteps that go up the stairs. Oh, those are cute. And you all head up to the second floor? Sure. So you all make your way up to the second floor. What do you want for Christmas, Luca? For Christmas? I... As we walk up the stairs. Oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't really... You must want something. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. Is that what happens when you're a teen? You just don't know what you want for Christmas anymore? No, I just, I guess I've just had other priorities lately, so I hadn't really been thinking about it. I mean, it's... Ooh, Bessie, me and you, wow. Yin and yang, am I right? Sweet and sour, pokey and mon. What do you want for Christmas? A muck. And we keep walking up. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like a sweater with a muck. Like a mucky sweater. Okay, all right, cool. Like a sweater for my muck and a sweater for me. My muck and me. Interesting. And he starts thinking about the logistics of that as you all make your way up. Hello, friends. Jonah here to say Merry Christmas and thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a little Christmas gift, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and the holiday spirits got you feeling generous, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. We've gotten two new patrons since our last episode. Massive thank you to Luke and David, our newest ace trainers. Your support means the world to us. And if you'd like to give us that same support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram at the Quest Company and on Twitter at Junior. You can also hang out with us in our Discord that we have for both Questco and Questco Jr. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. Spread that holiday cheer. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag Postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you've got fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, we want to highlight our friends over at the Happy Go Lucky podcast. We've told you about them before, but if you haven't heard, they've been doing a Christmas series, and it is great. So check that out. You can hear their promo at the end of these announcements. 
I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the amazing artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land. Thank you to Evil Weasel for Carol of the Bells. Thank you to Logan for Joy to the World. Thank you to Brett Moots for All I Want for Christmas is You. Thank you to Noise Waves for Last Christmas. Thank you to Vortex for Opening Presents. Thank you to Glitch X City for Diamond and Pearl Route 219 Remix. And thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. This is our last episode of 2019, so enjoy it and get ready because we are starting off 2020 with a bang. But first, let's finish up this episode. Thank you for listening to Postcards from Pearl here on Quest Company Jr. In a world where there are only pigeons. You awaken what appears to be a small town jail cell. Well, golly, you all look important. I'm like a superhero. Well, I'm surprised you haven't heard of me. Yo, yo, what's going on, man? This is crazy. We came to rescue you. We need to find something. But he's dressed in all black. This is a, this is a mining operation here, children. I have never been in here. You're gonna have to hold my hand here, bud. What's up, my rainbow-colored friends? This tomfoolery will definitely be written in my notes this evening. He says it's back in time. I don't know. It sure is. It's the best in the state. I'm going to throw a smarak. Read your hand one more time and I'm going to give you a high five. Where's Eric? What did she do with Eric? Est-ce que t'es prête pour aujourd'hui? No, 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 no. Hey, this is Josh here. Mystery and hilarious adventure await in an actual play format that's clean, fun, and appropriate for the whole family. Join our podcasting family as we create a world together. If you're everything podcast like we are, check out our midweek show called the Lucky Go Variety Show, where we put together short recaps, show our love to our podcasting friends, and dive into the details of our podcast. It's all kinds of good, clean fun on one podcasting channel called the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. Lucky is spelled L-U-K-K-Y. Tune in each week, anywhere podcasts can be found. As you come up, you see a different sight than what was on the ground floor. Again, the ground is totally snowed over and you see sculptures everywhere. Again, there's the high ceilings and the walls and everything else. But in addition to the sort of standard fare that you're getting accustomed to, these angular and stretched out and twisty glass sculptures with these different colors of glass in them, you see a bunch of haphazardly placed Christmas decorations. (gasps) They are just sort of scattered about the place, and you can tell that as they've been placed, there's not really much rhyme or reason, but they're just placed around, and they are still with the same sort of aesthetic of everything else in the museum, but they look like they were just put up very recently. You can tell some of them are actually, like, fallen over because they weren't, like, stuck in far enough or set up quite right. And across the way, behind some other sculptures and things, uh, you see another hallway and you see a couple of things being like chucked out of this hallway. Chucked out? More Christmas stuff? It seems like that. Like you can see some Christmas stuff coming out being sort of tossed out of this hallway in a small pile 
Okay, I go over there where it's getting checked out and say, I love your aesthetic. I love the haphazard nature of your design. Hello? As you go across the room and go to check out what's going on over here, you see a red penguin-like Pokemon with a white tail. Its face and chest are covered in white feathers with two three-pointed crests above its eyes, and it has black markings around its circular eyes with a light yellow beak and feet with a single white spot on its stomach. And it's digging around in this closet, you can tell. And it's been throwing stuff out. And go ahead and make a deck save really quick. <laughs> Not one. Hi, I'm Pearl. I'm going to make it on the nice list. And I'm a whoa. You take four points of damage as you just get bonked with this piece of decoration as this thing has not even noticed you but is just throwing stuff out holidays am i right this bird pokemon as you start to speak turns around and looks surprised and he says whoa 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 what are you doing here <gasps> you can talk yeah i can talk hi i'm pearl um my, my name is uh danny hi danny i love what you're doing with the place thank you uh you might want to scram why? I love Christmas! And she starts decorating herself in, like, tree garland. Well, that's great, but, uh, you know, I don't I don't know that the, uh, the big mama's gonna be too happy about any people being here. You might want to skedaddle. Wait, did you say big mama or big man? Big mama. Oh. Okay, so it's not Santa up there? No. Inside check! That's a seven. You are astounded by the fact that a Pokemon is talking. Luca's like, wait, what's going on? He says, what are you looking at? I was like, nothing, just, you know, your voice is weird. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I think you guys are gonna, would get along great. I don't know who you folks are, but we're taking up residency, so you might just want to, you know, ski that. But you're kind of making a mess of, like, the weather and everything. I don't think people were really prepared. I carry my winter wear all the time, but not everybody does. Well, it's not our fault. We got displaced. Displaced? Yeah, we got displaced. What does that mean? It means we can't go to our home, so we had to find a new one. This was the closest thing to a mountain that we could find nearby, so here we are. What happened to your mountain? Our mountain? I don't really know. I was out and about. I was doing my business, and then all of a sudden, I see Big Mama and the rest of the tribe are all walking around. And, you know, I'm not technically part of the tribe, but I just sort of hang out, you know? Sure. So I was just hanging out, doing my thing, when I see them rolling up, and she says, you know, we gotta go. There's humans, and we, we can't do this anymore. We gotta get out of here. We gotta find a new place. So we go, and here we are. We've been displaced. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make it a little more homey for us here. Chilling. That was a funny joke. Okay, um... Wow, that sounds bad. Yeah, we were up on the mountain. Now we're not on the mountain, so this is the closest mountainy thing we got. I get it now. Don't you think this kind of looks like a bank? What's a, a bank? Okay, yeah, it does look like a mountain, too. But it kind of also looks like a bank. I guess... See, people are just confused with what this building is, Luca. It's the building's fault. You know, I can see how this design choice would have lent itself to some to some confusing things like it this. It looks like a mountain. Yeah. 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 It's just enough like a mountain where something that didn't know what a museum or a bank was could misunderstand and think it was a mountain. Do we have a map of Bolette? Yeah, you've got a map in your little tourist guide thing. Is there any mountains nearby? There are mountains nearby. To the northeast, about a half day's bike ride, is the Kanoko Range, which makes up the northern border of the region. So you assume that that's what this Pokemon is talking about, this this little bird, is that that must be where they're from. Did you try any of the other mountains? Well, you know, we were on one of the lower peaks, 
And people thought he'd been messing around on some of the higher ones. So we decided that we were going to try to come down and find something else. People been messing around up there for too long. And now this, look, I don't know what Big Mama said. She just, she was very unclear. Ah, gotcha. Okay. All I knew was we had to go. And so now I'm, I'm trying to do a little redecorating. I love it. Can I help? Yeah, sure. But nonetheless, I really got to tell you, you should probably go. It's probably better for your safety if you go. Okay, but okay, 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 okay. Let me tell you why I'm here. All right. So the weather's psycho crazy now. And... Kind of average for us, but okay. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Like a typical day. And it was just, I mean, I love the snow, but apparently some people don't like the snow as much as I do. But there's been missing Pokemon now. Oh, you know, there were a few... Those humans left a couple of them in the shuffle. There were some that seemed like they got displaced too. I mean, wasn't my fault. Hey, 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 Luca. Yeah, what's up? Why don't you call Peach and see if any of the Pokemon have made it back yet? Okay, cool. He goes and he steps away for a second. He calls on his Pokegear and leaves you with Danny. So how'd you get red? This is just what I am. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you're not freaking out like most people do when I start talking and stuff. It is weird, but I'm all about it. Great. I mean, hold on. If Seely holds your hand, will Seely be able to talk to me? No. Darn it. I can understand the seal. (gasps) Oh! I know what the seal's saying. I can translate. Okay. That's my neat little party trick. Can you ask Seely? I'm going to walk away. And can you ask Seely what Seely wants for Christmas? Yes. Okay, I'll be right back. Seely, talk to this nice little penguin. Danny, talk to my Seely. And also, what type of Pokemon are you? You people call me Adela Bird, I think. Adela Bird. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, okay. Okay, you guys have a nice little chat session. And if you could get a list of what all my Pokemon font out, like if Seal could just round everybody up and, and let you know. I'm going to talk to the Seal. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Okay. She walks away. And he says, all right, say, hey, walk walk and talk. You know, help me set these up. And, so- and I'm like fixing a Christmas tree over in the corner. And so that conversation happens, and Luca gets off the Poke Gear. You walk over to him. He says, "No, that doesn't seem like any of the other Pokemon have you know come back." What do you think, Luca? I mean, it sounds terrible that they had to leave their home. Maybe we just go up to the Big Bird, Mama Bird, and we just talk. I mean, Danny seems like a talkative guy. Yeah, that's I mean, so super weird. I've never seen a talking Pokemon before. It's really cool. It's He's super translating weird. with Seely right now. I'm very uncomfortable. I love it. Why are you uncomfortable? This is a miracle. It's a Pokey miracle. I just never seen anything like it before. I didn't know that that was a thing that they could talk. I'm all about it. Hold on, and let his me look voice it up is in dumb. my Pokedex. He's got a silly voice. I don't understand. Have you? He doesn't have a silly voice. He sounds like you. What? No. And you scanned the Delibird with your Pokedex. It says, Delibird, the delivery Pokemon. It carries food rolled up in its tail. It has the habit of sharing food with people lost in the mountains. Huh. No information about its language skills. Lame. Unhelpful again. Yeah, so what do we want to... I mean, I guess whatever this... He says, Big Mama or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just go talk to Big Mama. I guess. I mean, I'm fine with them making this nice museum bake into their home. But I think they just got to keep it a little chiller. Haha, <laughs> chill. I think they just got to, like, you know, if they're part of the weather, like, this is probably... I mean, well, I don't know. I love snow. But uh, so, so uh, the most important thing is that the Pokemon make their... Get home to their people, right? Yeah, I mean, we can That's probably... That's really the goal. I can live with snow. Okay. I think we could all adapt. I think we'll figure something out. I love snow. Snow, 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 snow. I wanna live in a city full of snow. 
snow. We're Pokemon talk and they let the people go. Snow, snow. Okay, she slides on up to um Danny. Danny, Danster, Dan Meister, Dan Mataz. What do we want for Christmas? The seal's got a long list. That sounds about right. It's a long list. Well, I know. I, I have an idea. But, like, do we get everybody else in the party, too? I got the seal. Oh, man, Sealy. I wrote this down. Okay. It's just scribbles. <laughs> oh, thanks, Danny. And she rolls it up. You're welcome. I hope that's helpful. It is, yeah, sure. <sighs> Once again, I must go to the market. Okay, Danny, so would you do me a favor? You don't have to, but it's, it's just, you know. Would you take us up to Mama Bird? Mama Bird? Or Mama... Mama Bird! He just yells more than Luca. Okay. I was trying to remember how the voice is. He's just louder. <laughs> He's just louder and more ridiculous. He sounds a little bit more like the parrot from Aladdin. Yeah, Mama Bird. Oh, she's not a bird. I'm sorry, Mama. Big Mama. Big Mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, are you sure you want to do that? I mean, I think it's the only thing to do. Just, you know, we're looking for those Pokemon. <sighs> All right. All right. This voice keeps changing and I don't know what to do about it. It's fine. It's one Pokemon that talks. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Okay. I gotta warn you, though. She might just, like, attack you guys. Do you have, do you have something? Anything to prove you're not hostile in this? Because she really don't like people. Danny, you're kind of like the thing. All right. I hate to break it to you, man. You are the peace offering, the olive branch, the dove. Okay. Well, what do you got for me? I, I need something. I need some, you know, give me a little something. I can get you a hat. Mm. I'll throw in some mittens. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Seven. Throw in a scarf. Wow, a full set? A full set. All right, all right, all right. Just give me some time, but I'm a pretty fast knitter. I just finished this one for my other, my little chick. And I put it on Fonta's head. Finished. It's a little wonky. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I want it to be wonky. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. but it, it, it is there. All right, on to the next project. I love that clink clink of the needles. All right. No funny business. No. He's like, I mean it. I mean, I am, I am working on getting on the nice list. Danny, I can't risk it. Do you know the stakes I'm living in, Danny? Danny, constantly. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. I am working. I'm sweating in the snow, Danny. And guess what? I'm not perfect. There's a very 50-50 chance right now. It's gone both ways for me. I can't risk it, Danny. Have you ever gotten cold? It's hard. It makes your fingers dusty. But it makes the steam go keep going. He like digs around his bag. He's like, you mean like this? Yeah. Oh gosh, he can't even look at it. He just tosses it. Oh, not another year. Not another year. He doesn't hit a decoration with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, let me double check. So Danny, look into my eyes. Uh-huh. No funny business. None. All right. Okay. 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 Do you like purple or do you want a red scarf? I also have orange. Purple. Fascinating. And she begins to knit. <laughs> Done. You start knitting as you all make your way up. Again, you see just a glimpse as you're going up of a similar creature to whatever it was that you saw the glimpse of last time. You see it <laughs> scurrying upstairs. You get a clearer look at it this time, and you see, like, 
flashes of white and green specifically and sort of a, like a pokey top side as it runs. What was that, Danny? Oh, that was one of the little ones. Oh, cute. And you all go upstairs? Yeah. You all walk up to the third floor with Luca still just in disbelief at the talking <laughs> Della bird. Does Big Mama talk, Danny? Nope. I ain't never met another Pokemon who talks. Will you translate? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's included in the payment. I had to think about it for a it's second. It's a matching though. set. Come on, dancer. So you all go up to the third floor. And as you enter following behind Danny Delabird, you see that this floor has the tip of the building uh, where it all comes to a point. There's things hanging from the ceiling and you see structures around. It's still museum, obviously, but this is, you know, the whole thing has essentially got a big skylight and you can see on the glass there's frost and that it's still snowing and hailing outside. And in front of you, you see a bunch of Pokemon huddled up together. <gasps> Penguin style, Luca. As you look ahead, you can see We'll go ahead and make a perception check just to really see. 11. With an 11, you see a bunch of creatures like the one that you're pretty sure you caught a glimpse of a little while ago. This creature with a white upper body and brown lower body that resembles a snow-covered tree. They've got little green tips of their arms where their hands are and things, and there's a bunch of them huddled together. As you see that one sort of joined the group at the very tail end as you all were making your way up. You can see the shape of Yanma floating around a little bit. Obviously, it's bigger than a lot of these other ones, and it you know, hovers a little bit, what with it being a flying type. And you see Badoo, actually, on the outside. But that you, you can it's hard to make out because they're all sort of in a mass together, kind of okay. just hanging out. Seems like they're doing something over there. You, you can't really tell, but you can, you can just see those shapes amongst the rest of the uniformity. Okay. But in addition to those, you see what you can only assume is Big Mama. Towering above the rest, you see this large bipedal creature covered in shaggy white fur with pale purple eyes and bushy eyebrows and long strands of fur covering its mouth. Two tufts of longer hair you see growing on its back and chest, and the chest has this long hair coming off of it. Its hands and feet and tail have this dark green spikiness to it, like the foliage of an evergreen tree, and you can see spikes coming off of its back. Pokedex? You scan it. It's on silent. It's on silent mode. You scan it as it looks up and sees you all enter and then starts moving around the rest of the group towards you all, looking at you very intently. And your Pokedex reads, Obama Snow, the frost tree Pokemon. It whips up blizzards and mountains that are always buried in snow. It is the abominable snowman. Oh, hi, big mama. Pearl's eyes go wide. And I just want to reiterate that I have all my Pokemon in my shirt tucked in. I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> Done. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> um, can you give... It's cool! It's huh? cool! Thanks. They say they're cool! Boom. Boom. And Big Mama looks quizzically at Danny. Bum bum! Pearl responds. They're looking for Pokemon that got left here. Boom. And she looks meanly at the two of you and steps even more between you and the group of smaller Pokemon on the far side over there as a gentle snow is coming down inside. You want to make a case? I'll translate, but... Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, we're here to pick up our friend's Pokemon. They want to come home. <sighs> uh, which ones, she says? We're looking for Badu. 
Ivysaur. The Yanma. Um, anybody else? Oh, the Acorn. There's a little bit of back and forth between Danny and Big Mama, the Obama Snow. I feel like this is making me think of when you have to pick up your kid from daycare. <laughs> and they're like, are, and if you're not like the exact parent, they're like, how can I know I can really give you this child? Do you have the pickup form? <laughs> are you on the contact sheet? Do you have the car rider slip? <laughs> do you have the car seat set up? I swear I do. As that conversation's happening and there's that little bit of back and forth, you see Yanma and Ivysaur and Badu and CDOT come forward a little bit. And they, they look at you with a look of recognition as they start like looking around to see if they can see Gigi or Kaylin. Hi, guys. I wave. We're just here for pickup. Boom. And the Obama Snow has these short statements, and you can feel this frosty breath coming from it and hitting you like a, a cold blast. Pearl's hair gets icy. It gets pushed back, frozen, yeah. <laughs> Lucas is like totally slick back, like coming straight back off. That's a good look. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, so she says, fine, okay. Seems like you're cool, but also you got to go, and nobody else is getting in here. This is our spot now. That sounds good. Come on, guys. Uh, it's pickup time. Bro, you don't think that anybody's going to have a problem with them using this spot? Oh, no, I think a lot of people are going to have a problem with this. Well, should we help them if they've been displaced already? <sighs> okay, okay, yeah, good, good, good point. Okay, Danny. Yeah. Can you ask if Big Mama will miss the trees? He asks, and she just responds with a boom, snore. Yeah, yeah, she says she's gonna miss the trees. That they all are, but this is this is what we got. Why didn't you guys try another mountain? Look, territories are complicated, and humans have already messed up our stuff before. So we decided to get off the mountain and try something else. Do you want to look for another mountain? I feel like trees has to be part of your ecosystem or your habitat or something. What do you guys eat? Berries and stuff. You're not gonna get any berries here, Danny. Ah, you're right. You're Those right. trees, can you please tell Big Mama that? Like, I think she's awesome. I think she's smart. But there's no, like, they, they can't grow here. You ah. guys will be hungry all the time. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, why don't you tell her that? I also tell her I think humans are real crummy for coming up that mountain. I'll tell her that. Thanks. And they have the back and forth again. Oh, oh, oh. Make an insight check. Okay, 12. With a 12, she seems to have a slight nod of approval when he gets to the part about humans being crummy. <laughs> he says, all right. Okay, look. She says, if you can figure out someplace else for us to go, we'll leave. This was more of a matter of convenience than anything else. It was just the closest mountain-y thing sure. that we found. Yeah, I don't want you guys to not have a good home for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so we need to find you guys a better spot, huh? Correct. Oh. Those are the terms. Wow, wow. The tone of voice. I feel the, the intensity. Okay, I whip out the map. Great. You check the map. Danny, come here. All right. Show me which one was your mountain. What is this? <laughs> okay, pointy thing means mountain. Well, then I guess that. Okay, how about this mountain? I don't know. How about this one? How about this one? How about this one? And she just starts pointing rapidly. Have you guys tried Mount Kinoko? I have no frame of reference for what this is. Okay. Oh, man. We might need to take a field trip. He's like, look, I, if you're trying to send us off somewhere that you don't even know, I don't know how I feel about that. Call the professors, Luca! 
Lucas says, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, all right. Call uh, him up, call him up. I, they better not be on a walk. Or maybe if they are on a walk, they could still pick up. The pokey gear rings for a second, and then the video call pops up with Hemlock and Spruce, and they say, oh, hey, we were just on a walk. Guys, What's up? Guys, guys, And I just show them um, the abominable snowman. Abominable snow. Oh. So, okay, and then I explain everything. Also, this is Danny. Hello. I don't know what this is. <laughs> don't eat it, Danny. Stop eating. No, don't lick it. Don't lick it. But I want to. I know. I know it looks tasty. It is not. This is not a berry. Okay, guys. So essentially, do you know any mountains where they might have lived? Well, um, okay. I'm sorry. Where are you right now? Don't worry about it. I, I've explained it all. I've explained it all. For okay. the sake, For the sake of this podcast, I've explained this whole thing. They are both fascinated by this. As you remember from before, that what they study is Pokemon in their natural habitats and Pokemon that adapt to human environments. Mm. So they are like very intrigued by these displaced Pokemon. And they say, well, oh, wow. Um, well, if they came from the mountain range, I guess there's development happening up there. So I, uh, their, their habitat must be disrupted. So they came and they tried to adapt to a, a human environment, but that doesn't really work because if, if that species doesn't mesh if it's one to be in that right. kind of no berries if there's no berries um any idea of what would be a good mountain home or where they may have come from let's see if there's obama snow and snover and delibur then they probably came from the kanoko range and that's what's closest to the city uh-huh it's a bit of a trek but we've got the ability to simulate certain habitats or really most habitats here on the ranch uh, if they're really displaced they could stay here with us really yeah, we've we've got plenty of land and plenty of room and we've got and the... you would like snow like i love snow but like you guys would be cool with that we could have a section of it that's for them that we could make them a snowy environment that's how we whenever you send us pokemon if it's part of a particular environment that we don't have or that we you know need to adjust a bit we can we're able to make different ones at least in the general <gasps> realm of what they that's need great that's great danny danny tell obama snow this big mama big mama i'm very skeptical of this magic berry but okay okay the magic berries are my friends i promise they're real look i'm halfway through your scarf Make a persuasion check. Oh, dear gosh. Please be okay. Oh, my gosh. That's not a bad roll. It is a 16. Danny speaks with Big Mama for a second, and she looks. <sighs> All right, so look. She says, if you got a place, we'll go. There's trees. Yeah. But there's no mountain. It would be like simulated mountain. Like, right? Is that right, professors? Like, you could make it the home they need. It wouldn't have the exact altitude. Like, it would still be relatively flat. We can adjust the terrain a bit. It won't be super high, but we can adjust the environment as much as we can to Think make it. Think hills, Danny. Think nice rolling hills. Okay. All right. And there's berries? The there's food? berries. There's berries. I promise. And you can have it be as snowy and as cold as you want there. It'll be a wonderland! A marshmallow world! You'll be living in a marshmallow world! Is there food besides berries? Maybe a marshmallow. Acceptable to us. Professors? What do they like? Do they have uh, do you do you have snacks we that we can it. sample? I think we can make it. Do you have anything besides berries on you? Guy oh meat? Yes, I would like to know. Yeah, but anything wherever this place is, is their local cuisine. One thousand percent, and I whip out all of Gigi's baked goods. What is this? I dump them on a, on, on, a, on a Christmas platter. What is this? 
I feel like it's the Christmas planner that the Grinch eats, and he goes, Santa, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, Mir oh, Christmas. Oh, Martha May. Oh, Martha May. <laughs> okay, this will change your life, Danny. I'll eat one. It's not poison. Delicious. He skeptically reaches out and grabs a cookie, and then he grabs one and hands it to Big Mama, and it is like so tiny it's in like her very, crumb. very big hand. <laughs> it's like a little crumb. And they both munch for a second. All right, so what do you think? Mm. All right, we cool. You like it? Yeah, it's delicious. <gasps> yes! Freeze frame jump. But these are our terms. Oh, gosh. Okay, all right. Well, the big environment. wing in my face. Big wing in my face. The environment. Yeah, sure, yeah. We got the snow. We get berries. Yes. We get whatever this is. Yes. This, I don't know what this is, but I like it a lot. You can call it a cookie. Yes. Yes. Cookies. We'll have many of those. All right, so how do we get to this place? Professors? Well, they could just walk northwest, I suppose. Or they could get in Pokeballs and you could just transfer them to us instantly. It's, it's up to them, really. Danny? This could be like a one-week journey, or you could guys have a brand new home set up for Christmas tonight. It'll be set up tonight? Yeah! You just have to go in these carrying cases. I know it's a lot of trust, but what What about this? What if I send one of my own Pokemon with you? Which one? Um, show me. Show me how this works. Okay. We just have to go to a Pokemon Center so I can show you. You do have the transfer machine on you. where oh, you I can do? Just yeah, you, you like the little transfer machine. So anytime that you like catch a Pokemon above your like party limit, you essentially use the transfer machine to just stick it in there and shoot it to the professors. Okay, okay. Danny, Danny, watch this. And I give Celia a little a cheek hug. Don't worry. I'll be back. You'll be back in a second. I know. Okay, Danny, watch this. This, this is Celia. I was born and raised with Celia. Celia is my kin. My kin. It's true. Okay, so I put Celia in the transfer machine, and then I transfer her, all while showing Obama Snow and Danny this. You hold up the magic berry, and they see Celia go into the machine, and they look really confused and concerned for a second. And then you see Celia pop up on the other side, and they go... Hi, Celia! They both nod very slowly, and from the other side, Celia says... Which was translated... Yes. Danny, what did that mean? She said we're cool. Come on back, Celia! No, you, you've got to go to the Pokemon Center to get her back. Uh, okay, it takes a couple walks, but, I mean, Celie will be there to greet you, Danny. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Nice. Thank you, Celie. Oh, that was good, guys. That was really good. 21. 21. I give them one more cookie. I think that Danny just takes the rest of the platter and just splits <laughs> them between himself and Big Mama. As they discuss for a moment, he says, All right, look, we talked it over. We talked it over. I'll fly there. I'll be okay. I'll fly. That's okay. You want to go the long way? I'll go the long I don't like being tied down. Pokeball skeeved me out a little bit. But what if you don't make it in time for Christmas? I'll make it. Look, I fly, I fly fast enough. Okay. I'm just saying the traffic these days. Air control. I'll be okay. I'll be all right. You know, I like to come and go as I please. Like I said, I'm not really technically, technically part of the tribe. I'm just, you know, I'm a helpful go-between. Okay. I think with a 21... Yeah, all right. They'll go in the magic berry. <gasps> Great! Luca, we did it! Nice. And I lay out little balls for every single person, or every single pokey. And the heavy ball will go for Obama Snow. 
Yeah, you're going to put a bomb of snow in the heavy ball? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it needs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think yeah, I think that you try one Pokeball and it just like looks for a moment like And it like its spring immediately breaks. Yes. <laughs> it's like no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I put the heavy ball out. Yeah, but with the heavy ball, a bomb of snow does go willingly. Wow. wow I'm shocked that you actually rolled and got that one. Wow. Cuz that could have presented more of a challenge. But yeah, since you've got the heavy ball and you have persuaded them to come along, a bomb of snow, and there's like 10 Snover. These small little, almost Christmas tree looking things. <gasps> They're beautiful. I give each one a hug before they go in. Fahudore, snow peace everywhere. We are finding your Christmas home. Come on, little trees, into the Pokeballs. You almost look like ornaments. And you sing that song and the rest of the Pokemon get transferred. And oh, ornaments, oh, ornaments, oh, ornaments. Just some background for you as you want to describe the scene. Ah. <laughs> ornaments, ornaments. And as the Snowball go, and then last is Big Mama. She goes in the ball. Before she goes in, she looks at you. She says thank you. <gasps> Danny, can I give a bomb of snow a hug on the leg? Yeah, that's fine. <gasps> Big fuzzy hug! Boof. And I think that after a moment, like, Big Mama is very tense for a moment before she eases up a little bit and gives you a gentle pat back. You deserve a good home for Christmas, Obama Snow. <sighs> okay, go, go, go. You're going to love it. She goes in the heavy ball and you transfer her. And the whole family is over at the ranch and the professors say, all right, well. Have fun, guys. We will get to work. I know, sorry. I didn't mean to uh, uh, drop 10 more guests on you for the holiday season, but what can I say? You know, everybody needs a spot. What is 10? <laughs> Consider it my Christmas gift to you, professors. Well, we're just, we're happy to help. Any Pokemon in need, we're glad that we can assist. So we're going to get to work. Uh, you're going to pick Seely back up here in a minute? Seely! Make sure the guests feel good, but I'll be back. You know, I'll pick you up in like 10 minutes. You know I can run a 10-minute mile. <laughs> you hang up the call, and you can already see that through the glass of the Charhuli Museum, the snow is starting to melt a bit. The clouds have dispersed now that the Obama snow is gone. And I look to Luca. At least we get a white Christmas this year. Yeah, that's pretty neat. You gather up all of Gigi and Kaylin's Pokemon, and I think that after a little bit, you're able to find their respective Pokeballs, so you're fine. But you gather them all up, and you have your train of friends. I don't think you... I think we all walk out together. I don't think I put them in the Pokeballs. I was about to ask yeah. if you put them in or if Let's you just all walk out. out. Yeah. But you, as all of the ice is melting, it's much easier to walk out. There are still Christmas decorations scattered about the place on the second floor. Most of them have just fallen over now. This is art. Don't touch any of it, guys. Nope, I won't touch it. Yeah, me neither. Except for this one. And he picks up a candy cane decoration and shoves it in his bag. <laughs> Full Mary Poppins style. <laughs> cool. But you all exit the Charhuli Museum and make your way back to the barricade. Gigi, Kaylin! Hey, uh, hey, what? It's, everything looks, what, 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 what happened? What happened? We got him! And I just imagine like a little like rush of all the reunited pokey 
Mon and Pokey play and trainers and you know the happy slow run towards yeah. each other as they were like what happened what happened they're poking their heads up above the barricade and then they make eye contact and I'll then they all just run together be home Pokepologist <laughs> you know what song we would play if we could play it guys <laughs> oh yeah if we had the rights <laughs> yeah <laughs> I said, thank you so much. Thank you. What what, what happened? What, what was going on? Well, I think we all need to talk it and share it over a cup of hot chocolate. What do you think, Luca? Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea. Oh, but wait, first, pew! I run to the Poke Center. I think that you run to the Pokemon Center and the rest follow after. Luca gives Peach and Mason a call and everybody comes and heads that way after the whole ordeal seeing as how there's not really anywhere else for you guys to go here in the town. This is just sort of where you're hanging out. But you go back to the Pokemon Center and you withdraw Seely and the professor say, all right, well, we're going to get to work on working on this new habitat. We're going to get them all adjusted. But I think that you all hang out for the rest of the uh, afternoon going into the evening. Gigi is able to talk with the nurse and get access to the kitchen and make some more treats and baked goods. And she whips up a delicious Christmas dinner, even though, like I said, here it's not Christmas. But sometimes you just got the craving, you know? But it's everybody's just in the mood for it. But she whips up a beautiful Christmassy meal with all of whatever ingredients are there at the Pokemon Center. And cocoa? And coconut. No, 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 sorry. Actual hot cocoa. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl holds up. Uh, Pearl holds the Pikachu and goes, man, you're hot, cocoa. You sure you're not? You sure you're <laughs> His eyes have grown wide as he knows the feast that is about to happen. Yeah, right? <laughs> Pre-feast sweat. <laughs> but you all hang out for the rest of the evening and have a great meal. And By a roaring fireplace somewhere. Danny actually hangs out with you guys for a while longer because he's like, wait, is this where is this where the things come from? The the cookies? Yeah, yeah, stick around, Danny. Your life's going to change, man. And I'm um, finishing a scarf. You're the one who makes the cookies? <laughs> yep, that's me. Good. We're going to have a very nice working relationship. Luca says, oh, yeah, you should probably give her a heads up about that. <laughs> Gigi, just keep them coming. Wait, what? What's going on? Bake, woman! Okay! Bake! Never stop! <laughs> and that is where we'll stop. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Bye, guys. in the world it is not actually know, christmas time at all but let here we be, are let it be <laughs> and also pearl will always have a running christmas list oh 100 1000 percent. absolutely okay cool yeah thanks, thanks. <laughs> that's part of why luca hadn't thought about it earlier because it's not that time of year in the world it's very important to me <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Daniel here from the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. The show you've just been listening to is part of the new and upcoming Podicon Go podcasting network. What is Podicon Go, you ask? We're a group of independent creators that are committed to creating, distributing, and supporting content that is clean, fun, and appropriate for all ages. Thank you for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe and show your love for this show with a five-star review. Every time you do, you're helping to support family-friendly content for everyone to enjoy.